I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am your father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 511, Ad Astra. Yep. Did they, did what I miss that it? Mean? Do I you know no, why they called it that? I have no idea. Okay, I didn't care enough to Google it, so <laughs> yeah. So um, I kept waiting for it to pop up. Like, you know, in it some wasn't the name s- of the ship or anything? No, I don't, I don't think know. so. The ship was like called the syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> it was called like cephalus. Like when I looked at his yeah. arm patch thing, I'm like, that's a weird name for a syphilis. Huh? Well, maybe by in the future it's it called becomes like a good thing. Cephalus or something. Cephalus, I guess. They should have called it Dad Astra. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before we jump in, let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Real quick, shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Spotify, Google Play Store, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, also, uh, while you're there, subscribe so you never miss an episode. It just makes your life that much easier. It's just a gift we make available to you, and by we, I mean every podcast service out there. <laughs> uh, and uh, also, don't forget, you can find us on Facebook if you want to tell us uh, how uh, wrong we are. Me? Oh, it's coming. It's about me. Yeah. Lately. It's <laughs> not this one. <laughs> well, Joe's not on really, Joe is really taking a, a breath <laughs> yeah. of relief lately. <laughs> but... Uh, well, I'm sure after my Rambo tirade, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm sure I'll get plenty of it. So, uh, so you can do that at Facebook.com/slash Real Spoilers while you're there. Join the League of Show Sharers, and uh, don't forget our Patreon account, Patreon.com/slash Real Spoilers. Five bucks a month, you get all sorts of bonus content and uh, the pride of knowing that you helped us out. Indeed. So uh, there, we've done all that. Ad Astra. You know, I'm always a a fan of when science fiction actually deals with like science and it's not oh aliens or terminators or you know what i mean like yeah actually dealing with real science so science fact not like i mean sure but like the ones that are a little bit more grounded in yeah. reality yeah because i feel like science fiction has all has just devolved into action ali- movies aliens and things sure. you know what i mean this is this is science fiction. This is smart only because fiction. yeah, because it's this is what this is an idea of what the future could be like. Right, space travels more right. mainstream. People are living on different planets, so the science fiction is grounded in the science we have now, but it's expanded right. to what the future could be, and that's the fiction. It's part not like it. Elysium yeah. or Chappie or you know, I'm just picking two really yeah. bad movies. This but. is a possible future. 
at some this point. This is not yes. a crazy, yeah, aliens and different things with guns running around and smuggling whatever on some adventure. This right. is a possible future for people possibly living on the moon, which they are talking about. They have Virgin Virgin space shuttles, which Virgin is set up, I think, to be the first commercial oh, really? uh, trip to space. Like, that is something that they, Richard... Branson has been working on for some time now. Mm. Um, so, I mean, these are this is a real possible future based on our current reality. Um, and so, sure, I mean, just like all futuristic movies, they don't always get it 100% Well, like accurate, gravity but, or, you know, things like that. Like when yeah. I, Well, that's more grounded in the present. I mean, this is, is, this it, is in the future. Yes. It says near future, but it's like the advancements <laughs> are pretty wild. Given where our current political climate is, I, I think this is in the far future. <laughs> I felt like, I don't know, we're going to have Space Force. Space Force, any day yeah. Now. I felt like they tried to have it both ways with the whole near future thing. Yeah. Because they're like the near future. And but you figure by what they got, you gotta be at least evolved, at yeah. least thirty years. That's why future, yeah, right? that's but, why I didn't so like they when put they that, showed but... the flashbacks of of uh or the old pictures of, of Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> right, right, right. It was like, well, these look like it should be like in the fifties and sixties <laughs> when really it should have been According, like it should have been it should have been like yeah like maybe the 90s right yeah <laughs> yeah hey, yeah i i agree um i think the only reason they set it up like that because they didn't want to be like oh this is 3019 it's not a thousand right. years in the future sure. near meaning a few decades away right. or something um but it, that's why i think they set it up with enough fact to where it's possible this could be the future in 30 years because right. of all the things that they're planning and again who's to say that it really will but it is believable like to your point joe where it's grounded enough in current science where you're like wow yeah i mean if we did start doing this then could have these moon colonies and and uh, yeah i really like where they explored how um you know they're still doing the same crap up there it's they wanted to get of, away it, from down here it's right. kind of like that's what would happen it would totally be businesses, yeah. yeah like you go up there and you can still go to a subway yeah. right right yeah, it's kind of yeah. like her where like her was like just far enough out yeah yeah where it's like okay i could i it's could see it but you yeah. can see it all yeah, yeah right absolutely right. Uh, so yeah, so the the movie is basically, uh, it's a one man show. It's this is the Brad yeah. this is the Brad Pitt show uh, all day, and he does a great job. Like played he, a really it, good detached character. It's yeah, all about yeah. him and his emotion. For me, he did. I'm yeah. not, but for me, that was also the problem I had with the movie is that he was so detached. is that he's so detached. I ended up feeling detached. Okay. That's the same complaint. I saw it with Katie and my mom. They yeah. both said, like, I didn't care enough about him because yeah. he was so, like, he wasn't likable to where to me, like, oh, I, I think he was unlikable. He wasn't unlikable, unlikable but he wasn't likable. Like, if you, if he is so bland and doesn't care about anything, to their point, like, trying to put it into words, I can see how you wouldn't necessarily be rooting for him or care right. about him because he doesn't care about anything. Yeah, I wasn't rooting against mission. him. I wasn't sitting there watching the movie like, uh But I was he's just... in danger. Do you care about him? Do Man, you, you all know, I could like... think was when they're, and I mean, I know it's coming up, but when, when they're on the moon, yeah. and I'm like, we're having a car chase and shootout. Man, that was cool. On the moon. Yeah. And... I wanted to feel like that was oh, cool. Oh, I didn't think it was cool. But I was I was like I know like in like intellectually this is cool, but it <laughs> right. wasn't like it, it wasn't grabbing me cuz he's so like, "Oh, now I'm getting chased on the moon. Hang on, let me <laughs> let me slide over in the driver's seat cuz this guy just got shot." That's I think that's <laughs> yeah. the problem people are going to have. I mean, he in a sense is this cool, calm and collected character. He does everything intellectually. He keeps his heart rate down. It's all about the mission and him being the best man for the job because he controls his emotions. 
but also as an audience it is harder to yeah. connect with someone it's not like in an action movie way like we've seen characters like that before that always have the right answer and always stay calm and while things are going crazy around them but yeah it's not like in this action movie way to where like somehow you're still brought into his internal monologue or, or you kind of bond with him to where like yeah we are the smartest guy in the room or right. whatever like it's like no it's, he's more it, boring like yeah. he's, he's i don't know i right. see that's right i i think that he is that way through like the first half i guess but when he so basically what the deal is is that he is this he is the greatest astronaut that ever lived or he's the son of the greatest astronaut that yeah. ever lived and he's just as good uh and basically there have been uh he is like you said he is so detached from life on earth that like his wife leaves him who is played by the ever, ever lovely Liv Tyler who we don't see enough of isn't in she in Armageddon Armageddon oh she is yeah. so it's like when I saw I her I love like, you Harry I sometimes like okay she's in such a minuscule role that could have been anyone right totally. she's in flashback oh it's yeah a tiny, she, tiny well role. she's in a flashback and then she shows back up at the end but she, I, I don't she, disagree. This that, yeah. could have been anybody. You didn't need Liv Tyler to where I was just like, that's too cutesy. I mean, she's in Armageddon, which I, is a very popular. I didn't think, you think it was a movie. cutesy casting choice, or you think it was just why like, did they think of Liv Tyler I don't, for that role? I don't, it could have been anybody. I think they. I don't. I. I don't. I don't think it was like a purposeful nod to Armageddon. But why did but they even also think of her for that role? It's like not to think of yes. Animal Crackers when she's in a movie like this. Why Animal Crackers? Because he like. That's the movie where oh 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 he does yeah. dances a little animal I'm crackers across yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, 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 But anyway, I just I I it's not a huge thing. I just to me, I'm like, why wow, you could have picked anybody? Why pick Liv Tyler? It's in one of these famous space action movies. I just right. thought that was an in, odd choice. In, but... Infamous? I would say it's more infamous than famous. Oh, Armageddon's I a garbage movie. Thought that was a pretty popular, movie, but it was though. a very popular yeah, movie. Yeah. Gross. So he basically is completely undetached from undetached. Ri- Unattached, unattached, <laughs> detached. He's detached, unattached, <laughs> undetached <laughs> from the real world, and he basically lives his life going for yeah. mission. Like his life consists of just missions. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. So there are these uh, solar flares, no, just flares, I guess, or electrical storms that are threatening the Earth. Well, they call them pulses. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they look like electrical storms, and so they're just like knocking things out and just, surges. Surges, yeah. yeah. And it's it's wreaking havoc on the Earth. It's from Neptune. They trace it back. Has there ever been a movie that went to Neptune? Have we ever seen Neptune on film? No, because no one goes there, and re- like we're not there. So that was one of the coolest things about this movie. And I was like, I wouldn't because this is set up in the future, and now they're we've already gone out. They're for- exploring future from we haven't even gone to the first step. Like they're living on the moon in right. these colonies, and so now they're going from the moon to Mars, and Mars communicates to Neptune. Right, but we're not on Mars, but they're on Mars. Event so- Horizon featured Neptune. Did it? Oh yeah. man, that's a crazy movie. Yeah. But have you, yeah, seen- like- have you ever seen that? Yeah, that's um, Sam Neill and Larry mm-hmm. F- Larry Fishburne. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Oh yeah. Whoa. <laughs> there's apparently a crazy director's cut, but it was yeah, lost. I have it. Oh. Well, there's like a more violent cut because I think they made it PG thirteen. Oh, I definitely saw a rated R cut. Really? Or yeah. there's there's some like hyper violent. I just I just read about it recently that apparently the the cut was lost, but it's like they found it in this like destroyed. Uh, just like in a barn or something but it was all destroyed so like it's not salvageable at all oh, but like sucks. it's out there this crazy oh, cut where it's i don't know more. how it gets more violent I, yeah apparently the director had a pretty crazy vision for it i but. don't doubt that um yeah so he basically we find out that um brad pitt's dad played by Tommy lee jones dad was, astra dad astra yeah. was sent on this mission to neptune to do research or to to explore 
is what there, the options are on Neptune. No, to explore the, is there are there aliens? Yeah. He's looking oh, for life. that's right. He's that's looking right, for that's intelligent right. life. Are we alone? To Neptune yeah. because then the the message doesn't have to travel as far. Correct. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Sure. It gives it a you know an, a, a edge because it's at the edge of the galaxy. Oh, okay. Okay. Looking, you know. Um. So this is just to clarify. This is a sequel to Space Cowboys. Right? <laughs> yeah, I, I totally. I was like Donald Sutherland. Yeah. There's where's same, James? Where's I guess we can't have James Garner. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah. Same thing. I thought. I'm like, so you have Tom Lee Jones an astronaut movie. Liv Tyler. When they showed him the like, orange suit, I'm like, like, they didn't even Photoshop they just, that. <laughs> That's just, just a press picture. photo from Space Cowboys. I'm like, where's Clint Eastwood? Did Clint Eastwood yeah. direct this movie? No. Yeah. All right. And Ad Astra is Latin for to the stars. Okay. Well, there we go. All right. Uh, interesting. It's always interesting in movies when they don't explain it to you anywhere. Like, yeah. I don't always need a super cutesy name drop, but usually in within the context of the movie, you can kind of figure it right. out. Sometimes but, it's too. It's too much. Like my it is yeah. my favorite. My favorite least favorite example is uh, in the movie Doubt. With oh, that's a good movie. It's a great movie, yeah. except for that last line, sure. <laughs> where she literally says, "Last line of the movie." Oh, I have such doubt. <laughs> and I'm like, what well, I like Did you have a headache after that? I was like, just like, just... oh my god, I know. I was Ugh. just like in Spotlight, they just keep saying the name of the thing. Yeah. Oh no, we're going to Spotlight. No, we're going to Spotlight. No, I'll give it to Spotlight. That'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> so yeah, I, I agree. But it's like in this one, I'm like, I didn't know I was waiting for it to be like the name of the mission or the space station. You know, I'm like, yeah, what is sure. that astro? But But yeah, yeah so base the the upper command of the of NASA comes to uh, and the entire time, this entire time, Brad Pitt is under the assumption that Tommy Lee, his father is dead. His fa- yes. That the space that was, it yeah. fell apart. They haven't heard they from them in like 16 years. Right. So yeah. he, he died. So he's lived with that his entire, like his entire adult life. Well, and also like the dad went on this long-term mission. Like, so like the, the, the dad left the family. So yeah. even though he, his dad's been assumed dead for 16 years, he was probably gone for 15 years. 10 or 15 years before, before that. that. Yep. Yeah. True, 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 true. The the higher-ups at NASA come to him and they're like, look, we think your dad is alive. And he's, some Brad Pitt's like, let me uh, time out. What are you talking about? And they, they this is where they show him the picture of like the... Yeah, they, they show, show him like the, an old the video of him talking about... Whatever she shows is. him on a little tablet. Was it Fred Armisen? No. It's, so it's a guy that looks like no. Fred Armisen. Oh, it's not Fred he Armisen. Was not, <laughs> he's not Fred Armisen from that Keanu Reeves movie. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What was that? Because I kept looking. I'm like, is uh, that Fred Armisen? No. no. But it's. But he's a... Oh, uh, the Replicant movie. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, it didn't look... I couldn't tell because I kept looking at him like, is that Fred <laughs> no, Armisen? Yeah. I'm so confused. Right I know now. exactly what right? he is. Yes, but, I'm with you. Oh, yeah. Okay. The replicas where he's the scientist yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So this other person in there shows him this video and it's of... Tommy Lee Jones talking old about man, old man Tommy Lee Jones, yeah, yeah, like a more recent one. But they don't actually show anything bad at this point, though. No, because we're at this. Do point, they know anything like, bad? Does NASA know? Oh, oh yeah, the plan, they know. the plan is always the entire time. Like if yeah, you Spacecom yeah. knows. Yeah, so it's the Spacecom is who runs the show. Now. Right, space, right, right. Yeah, Space uh, Force. Space sure, yeah, Spacecom. Um, so yeah, so they say that like, look, we want you to go to Mars. To send a, send a message from you, like maybe if he hears from you, this will like get him to start talking because yeah. he's not responding to. They anything. suspect that he the. the I, soul- I don't understand why they needed to send him to Mars because Mars. They said that's the only line of communication. The, the, okay, the, but all he did was read a prepared statement. Couldn't they just sent the prepared statement to Mars? 
Oh, couldn't they just send maybe. audio? They could have just recorded that onto Sent a, them an MP3. Right. Sure. Yeah. sure. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, okay. That's, yeah. that's fair. I just kind of ruined the whole damn movie. <laughs> yeah. That's what I do. Yeah, right. So, but I guess uh, maybe that, I mean, it takes a lot. It took, I think, 18 days to get from the moon to Mars to send that message. I, I'm thinking maybe they needed him on the fly to. Well, I think there was a time frame as to like when they, but they, they could they have figured just out recorded the it and sent the recording. Like why? That's true. If he always is going to say read the same script, which I believe yeah. they show. But if if the plan had to change, they maybe didn't have 18 more days to right. relay the message. I mean, maybe they needed him there in case uh, they got a response and they were going to have further communication because yeah. we're jumping ahead. But things don't go as planned right. oh, for their plan. No. So I think maybe they needed it to. Be more malleable and they couldn't have with a recording but i totally get what yeah. you're saying um but they choose him after he showed oh, after I, he proved I gotta himself tell in an you intense, that was dope that was an awesome scene i saw this in imax i don't know if I you guys saw I this did in not, IMAX. No, i did not that, that's this, a good call this was awesome in imax <laughs> with the big screen and the super loud sound I mean, it. I was sitting close to it, you know, so I could see the whole thing, but just barely, you know. So I'm like in the movie. And can uh, I tell you what drives me crazy about that is they still put things. I still get the black bars on top and bottom. Well, yeah. If the that whole drives me nuts. If the whole movie's not filmed in IMAX, <laughs> yeah. they just have certain scenes that expand. Right. Like, no, I mean even like down. regular, like Ronnie's. They do it all the time. Like even in like the oh, like they don't close the curtains. They've gotten lazy, but pulling the curtains. Oh, they're yeah. supposed to move the curtains oh, to God, fit it. So annoying. That's dumbed up <laughs> yeah. black bars. Yeah, they're just being lazy. But anyway, this scene. So before they call him in, he proves himself. Like he's just working on a big satellite. He's not even like out into space. He's just it's like, like this giant space ladder. That yeah. It's like go, a space needle. Yeah, that goes almost to yeah, space. Yeah, because he's not outside the atmosphere. There's gravity there. There was and at one point where I was like, why is he falling? Right, because like, at first you think he's out on a space station, but they show it and he's just in, they call it like an antenna. It's a yeah, space antenna. Yeah, right. And that's what talks to the moon and these other planets from Earth. And so he works on that. Um, and then there's an accident and there's a surge the, yeah. these surges that are coming from Neptune one of them hits and so there's an electrical surge it sends like these big cranes falling and it's killing other astronaut workers around him and he stays cool he detaches himself moves to the side uh, eventually he ends up getting knocked off but most people would black out if they're tumbling right, to right, earth right. like that and he's talking to himself stay calm and uh, we find out later his heartbeat never went above 80 <laughs> yeah. as he's free falling <laughs> to earth in a tumble like so that sets up his character and he ends up being able to pull his parachute and he makes it down to earth and even the parachute gets like pieces yeah. of debris and gets he just torn he lands like, yeah, not being injured he's he, in the next scene he's walking like there's no injury yeah. so this guy is the best at what he does right and so they're like okay we need to send this guy out on well this. no they say that, like it's they know who is on the other end of that and they're like look he's not responding to us yeah. maybe he'll respond to you sure so he goes but i think he also proved himself capable of going on this mission because they keep bringing up his heart rate, sure. his, you know, yes, yes, that, yes, that yes. he he's able to go on this high because this is a classified, highly sensitive mission. They're right. basically saying these surges, if they keep up, they're gonna are going to this. destroy life as we know it. Right. Like Tommy Lee Jones is going to kill humanity or whatever's happening on that station needs. Right. To stop. Which <laughs> yeah. yeah, he goes he's like, look, you're going undercover. Basically, you're going to go uh, to the moon first and you're going to you know yeah. hook up with this thing and you're just going for like an exploratory mission. That's all. You're yeah. officially doing. It's an undercover mission. Yeah, basically. He's flying commercial to the moon. Which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, but I, yeah no, I, that's can again. I, can I get a pillow and a blanket? Sure, that'll be $25,000. Yeah, $125,000. Like, right, yeah. I know, right? Yeah. He's like, 
boop. Yeah. Fine. But it's that's the part where it's like it's just enough outside of reality where you can totally believe this that where if they did colonize the moon and people are taking commercial trips and everything, it's like, yeah, it would be like this. It'd be like flying in an airplane and yeah. you can got uh, the flight attendants and all this. Um, so I really liked that. I also, once this ramped up, so I didn't, of course, watch the previews for this. And so I just knew it was Brad Pitt's space movie. Yeah. And when they told me it was going on an undercover mission to the moon, <laughs> I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. I'm like, we're in like a spy thriller type kind of space movie. It's a, it's definitely like a, a, a toned down, like the, the tone of this movie is very low key. Yeah. For the most, even when we get to, like Tom said, they do the whole scene. Uh, there are uh, pirates basically on the yeah. moon who will take your to kill you and take your stuff and go back to wherever they are go but i love the fact that there's no sound yeah like it's one of those things that i i i I can forgive it in star trek i can forgive it in star wars because those are what they are where they do like oh i just heard that thing explode in space it's more realistic but yeah like there's no sound and i think that is super creepy i love it when it went silent yeah yeah but um Except for like the inner mon- like yeah, inner, sure, what he's hearing and, and everything. Like that, yeah. Um, but yeah, I really like it. And this did something which, again, I think this always speaks to you because when it's not that far outside of our present timeline, you can you'd be like, oh yeah, I could totally see it going that way. Remember with the movie, uh, what was the movie where they shrank themselves? Honey, Honey I, I shrank, shrank the kids. kids. <laughs> the movie that we saw with Matt Damon, Inner Space downsized Down- oh yeah, sure. yeah i, yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. remember the night yeah. i know exactly what you're talking uh, about, and so it's like they went to do this they invented this whole downsizing thing to live a better life and to escape classes because your money's worth so much more and everything's smaller and you can live like a king there and everything and they still found a way to have social <laughs> classes and people were still living in the ghettos and on yeah. the outside and everything. And so this is the same thing. There are pirates fighting for resources. There's there's always going to be subways on the moon and there's always going to be criminals trying to get ahead. Right. And right. so they say a great line right when he lands in like the space airport that he said, you know, if my dad could see this, he'd be appalled. Like they're doing the same crap that we I think were trying he was, to even even say something like he roll over in his grave, he'd blow it all up or he'd tear it all. Yeah. Out yeah, or, yeah. Probably. You know. But he's yeah. And he says that uh, they're doing the same stuff up here that we were trying to get away from as right. far as exploring space and having a better life and getting away from earth. And he, there's an Applebee's on the moon. Oh he walks God. by a subway. <laughs> and so, but that's exactly what companies would do. There's yeah. a part Are you going to tell me to... right now, if we go to the moon, there's not going to be a freaking Best Buy and a Subway and an Applebee. You know what I mean? Like I kind of want to eat Subway on the moon. But that's That'd exactly right. how companies would do it. I want to eat a moon pie on the moon. <laughs> there you go. So uh, just make sure it's not cow pie. Right. Yeah. Ooh, I'm not cow. on the cow. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So he goes to the moon and he gets on this other ship uh, that takes him to Mars. And we're introduced to all these characters. And don't forget that he's up there with... Uh, Donald Sutherland oh, so who great. I'm like I love okay, Donald so Sutherland, Donald Sutherland so much. doesn't talk to anybody but Brad Pitt and I thought he was imagining him until they reference him as oh, the injured that he can't that he can't the, go yeah that he yeah. can't go because he doesn't talk to one other person and I'm like I thought he was picturing like someone to I, help him keep calm and I did wonder oh it's, interesting it's, I didn't even thought about that I did yeah. wonder at, at some point if this movie was going to have some big twist yeah. ending because it whenever movies open like kind of in the middle of of a scene with no sure. introduction, mm-hmm. like he was when he was on that space needle ladder thing, yeah. Like I was just like, hmm, is this going to be like something yeah, happened? He was crazy the whole time, or or, or like it was living, all a dream. He's or... living through this in the fall, yeah, yeah. Or I was trying to like, oh wait, is is he actually Tommy Lee Jones? Like, is oh. the, you know, like is it one of those yeah, kind of a sure, things? Sure, sure. You know, I love Donald Sutherland. Yeah. 
Oh, he's great. I don't. That, I I just in my mind, the only thing I had. This is the future, and things are obviously different with being colonized and having all this space uh, commerce going on. But I'm like, they wouldn't let that old of a guy travel into space. Like now, they wouldn't. Like he would not be physically. Did you see Space Cowboys? I didn't. Are you serious? I didn't. That's a good movie. Were you able like, to follow this one at Astra Space Cowboys too? <laughs> <No. laughs> uh, I followed it well enough. I was just thinking. Have that, you really never seen Space Cowboys? I really haven't. Oh man, you gotta check that out. Okay, that's a good flick. But I just was thinking he's probably too old to fit. You know, there's a rigorous physical yeah, oh yeah, test that they go through to to explore space. All astronauts. But I mean, if it's it is, commercial now. Well, that's what I mean. Oh. I, 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 I get that they probably have a better way or whatever. Yeah. To, but I was thinking in my head, I'm like, man, that that'd be. It was a little tough to grasp that he was well enough. But I mean, they kind of address it but to he where wasn't after the trip and then going through that crazy experience with the pirates that you mentioned. Right. Like he, it was, it sent him over the edge. So I'm kind of glad that they at least showed that. Like, yeah, he probably shouldn't be up doing that. I just stuff. realized that Space Cowboys is like the Expendables. <laughs> like it's the Expendables of that time, yeah. Because it was all the old old action, quote unquote, action yeah. guys, yeah, coming back to do an action movie. Um, yeah. So he he gets to the, he gets to Mars. He he kind of takes out like there's a there's an incident where the so they send him to Mars and he's but does, what hap- what happens on this doesn't something happen on the spaceship where the second in command has to take over and he drops the ball? Yeah, yeah. So okay, so. What I saw this like three weeks ago. Oh, so. oh yeah. yeah. At, so after the moon chase, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. It was really yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, after the moon chase, their their uh, escort dies, and Brad Pitt takes over, stays calm. Uh, he gets to the moon. Donald mm. Sutherland says, "I can't go because right. he's he's all worked up. His heart rate's up and everything." He hitches a ride on a scientific vessel. Right. Right. Uh, right, right. And so there's all these people out there performing. You know, different uh, science. science. Yeah, basically performing science. Yeah, <laughs> they're doing the science. Yeah, right. so so they're heading to Mars and they get a distress call. That's what it is. And okay. they end up getting a distress call from. And this is a really intense scene. It's like Alien. It He's is. got a little beep beep device. And well, he he kind of like Brad Pitt knows that like he knows that something is up. Is that going to Neptune? Or is that going to the space station? It's going to Mars. It's going to Mars. It's, okay, so he says he's like we. Kent, we have to get to Mars. Like Brad Pitt's almost on a time frame where he's like, "I have sure. to get to Mars. We have to go. You have to. De- yeah. You have to ignore that distress beacon." Well, he says, "We're not obligated to pick this up." And, and then the, the, the and and technically, Brad Pitt outranks everybody. Yeah, and he's like the the captain of the ship is like major. But you can take control of this ship. But you but gotta, you gotta tell, tell me what's tell me, up. Tell me what's going on. And he was just like. Not, but I mean, it's a super classified mission, so he decides, okay, like, we'll stop for the distress call. Go help the people, yeah. I guess. And they show you the second in command, the the assistant pilot on this ship. You can tell is nervous. Brad Pitt says he's scared because he doesn't really want to go check the distress signal. And since Brad Pitt knows that, he's like, I'll go with you, Captain, to go right. check this out. Right. Good thing he did. So this is intense. It's a quiet uh, this whole movie looks amazing, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's a great looking movie. Look movie. If you thought Gravity looked like it was filmed in space, yeah. I mean, this movie is amazing yeah. looking. And I also think it's interesting that this is coming out the exact same time of year that Gravity did. Yep, I thought the oh, same thing. I don't think it's any yeah, surprise. No, yeah. But uh, this movie looked incredible. Every effect that they did yep. 
walking, floating, the planets. I mean, this movie looked incredible. So, so this is where I thought we were going into traditional science fiction. Yeah. This well, is where I was well, like, right, well, thought, here we go. Yeah, what's out here? Right. So this is really cool. So they find out that the ship that they're on was an animal research vessel, and they can't get a hold of anybody that's doing the distress call. And so this is like a good five to ten minutes yeah. where it's like them getting out of the ship, going in. They have to force their way in, you know, with a s- emergency code because they're not answering, and it's quiet. They split up. Yep. And then all of a sudden, Brad Pitt with his little alien detector device, because he's like sensing life, he senses it, and then like something floats by the screen, and you just see the captain, but his back's to the camera. Correct. And he's not moving. He's like, Captain, respond to me. Yeah. Captain, respond. And, and you see like blood floating away. It's almost like, what was the one with Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, Ryan Reynolds? Life. Is that what it was? So. Where like you get that little droplets of blood. Yeah, you yeah. see blood like, kind of floating there, and he he like turns and he moves out of the no, way. No, right? no, like the the well, he floats out of the, the way. Ba- the I guess it was a was it a baboon? Yeah, the ape. Yeah, like the crook of between like the captain's head and shoulder, like that little curve. Like you see his head like yeah. pop up, and you're like, uh oh, and it's like. Just rage and yeah. bloody teeth. That's why I was like, "Oh man!" Like now we're gonna have like a weird zombie virus. Like that's what we're yeah. doing now. So I mean, this thing like kind of pushes the captain to the side, and he through space like no gravity. He floats at him. Right, and right, it's right. Terrifying. Yeah, yeah. And Brad Pitt has to fight this thing and struggle <laughs> with him, and eventually gets his gun out. <laughs> Can you imagine he... like being halfway to Mars only to get killed by a monkey? Right, oh, like it would suck. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's why you don't stop for those distress if you don't have to. Know. But so he shoots him, and then another one comes out. Yeah. And so we find out or. Obviously, we figure out that this vessel that was doing this animal research, one broke loose and they killed the crew. Right. And that's why no one's responding. And so um, he ends up uh, getting the captain and he narrowly escapes and closes the hatch, locks it down. uh, And he has to get the captain out of there. But his helmet is all busted out. You know, like the visor of his helmet is all busted out. And so he has to take duct tape and patch it up so he can get him out into space to to the ship. Meanwhile, the... Ape is trying to force the door handle on the other side. Well, that's why I was like, why? How is he so smart? Like, well, how, I think like those animals are pretty smart. They are pretty smart. Okay, so we also don't what know the, what they were doing. That's true. Yeah, could be right, right, right. scientifically or like they could enhancing. Be, they could be science monkeys. <laughs> yeah, science, science monkeys. They were on the. They never said it was a human research. <laughs> you don't take a regular old monkey into space. You take a goddamn science if monkey. If Superman into has space. taught me anything, all of a sudden right. they become you know gigantic monkeys and you know yeah. coming back to Earth. But these animals are smart, and so if they saw the humans do it, they could replicate all that. Yeah, stuff. that's true. Science monkeys. Science monkeys. Science monkeys. So so he is able able to uh close the door down and he does the the pressurized yeah you know he depressurizes it <laughs> and so the monkey just explodes right. i'm sorry the ape i don't want to get an the, ape. Yeah, yeah it's an ape don't get the, um, all the monkeys right now. yeah exactly so which Especially is two of them are dead right? yeah. <laughs> so yeah that's pretty gnarly uh, but he tapes him up he gets him back to the ship you know he does his best to save this guy but we could clearly tell like this dude's dead right his fingers were bit off and yeah. everything yeah. oh it, it was, was it was gnarly yeah, yeah. So now we have to like okay. So Brad Pitt's like, all right, man, like you're in charge of this yeah. ship, and the guy's like, hubba, 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 yeah, that guy is. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. But I wasn't he, even supposed to be a, here today. Yeah, he does like a weird character turn where, like, when we see him later, he's like, all right, man, I'll see you later. I'm gonna go pilot this ship with a nuclear weapon on it. See you later. Yeah, it doesn't. You know well, I mean? He like, still knows how to. I mean, yeah, like, but I mean, you, they show him in this first scene where he he's scared. absolutely terrified. Yeah. Where Brad Pitt has to step in, and be like, yeah, dude. If you want to sit your pansy ass down, and I'll go with him, and then he can't pilot the ship to get him into the yeah. thing, and now he's he's but totally I, cool. But with uh, yeah, I feel like the, that's a different kind of stress. Like I think yeah. it's like he like, was in the moment, not walking around a station. Right, like, like, I feel like I'd be less stressful trying to s- put a round peg into a hole 
than having to carry a nuclear weapon but I think, on a spaceship. But I think that, but you've been trained for that. And no, it's probably something that he does all the time. Yeah. Like, maybe. it's still scary, but, like, he knows how to do it. So you, you know don't I mean? think that he knew how to pilot the ship? This guy was like, if I screw up, everyone's dead. That's yeah. a lot of stress. In the moment, he had to act. He that the ship had a surge and it's free falling to the ground and he's just he froze. I mean, okay. it's just that's adrenaline and like fear and I thought it was very believable and we already set up that this guy was scared. He's scared. Yeah. He's out on he's a scientist. This guy, yes, yeah. he's been trained, but he's a scientist. He's not a fighter. You know, he doesn't have the skills like Brad Pitt does for combat and everything. Like this dude is a scientist. All right. And when when that. push came to shove, he got scared and he froze up. Yeah. And uh Brad Pitt just snaps into action yep. he takes over control because he tells the now captain he's like uh after the surge and the ship is going down to mars but like without thrusters or whatever like it's just free falling down fast and uh he's like you got to take control it's tilting 20 whatever degrees we're, we're too far and off. Yeah. It, uh, he compared doesn't do anything what what it's tilting however many degrees you're in space compared to what well, he's landing to, to oh, land straight yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, the thrusters are all off, and it's yeah. like he's the, the, the ship, ship was tilted like this to land. And he, and he, like, he, he down. couldn't figure yeah. out how to get it. So Brad Pitt takes over, equals it back out, and I it do is like a Brad, perfect landing. And Brad Pitt, to his credit's like that didn't happen. Yeah, he's like, cool. I mean, gonna... he's being cool to these people. Yeah, he is for as good as he is, and you know, he's a very emotionless and like upstanding person who just cares about the mission. Like he saw this dude and he understands that that guy isn't emotionless like him. And like right. he froze up, but he's still a good guy. Probably, you know, he's like, I'm yeah. going to not call this in. He's like, this isn't going on in my report. Yeah, basically. So he goes, to, he gets to Mars and he sends the to like two, two like professionally written memos. Basically, he records them. And they send him out. No response. Finally, on like the third one. He just says "f this" and just starts talking to his dad, right? Like as a son would talk to his dad. And then there's the the guy the the guy with the long hair and the beard. Yeah. You know the guy that's in charge of his recording, or whatever. Yeah, that's the bad guy from Far Cry Five. Oh, really? Yeah, that's he's funny. awesome. Yeah, he's he plays the villain of the game Far Cry Five uh, called the Father. Yeah, and he's the head of this like cult. It's this family. You never played Far Cry Five? Uh-uh. You dig it? So it's this they it's this whole cult. Is it I, a cult of personality? N- no, they have a lot of personality, that's but like song. the the sister has these powers. But they're all this like uh, just creepy cultish family of all these followers. Okay, and that's the cool thing is so like in previous games, it's like it's the typical like drug lords and you know just typical villains you're fighting and this one it's more of a psychologically creepy villain and uh but he plays the father in that game and he's really good in it and i thought it was cool to see him in a big film that's fun that's the thing about these video games is like they start getting actual actors to do these roles but we should also say that he uh meets up with ruth nega is that right yeah that's her name yeah okay and she's kind of i I can't really tell what her role is other than like hostess well she's the head of that whole mars colony but they keep saying like you don't but if she was the head of the whole colony she when, didn't have clearance for that top secret mission gotcha, but yeah. she's gotcha, the head gotcha, of gotcha. the mars okay that's why she said yeah. i have 14. you could be mayor of washington dc but you <laughs> you still don't get to go into the cia <laughs> that's offices fair. that's yeah. fair <laughs> smoke crack though apparently. well yeah yeah that's that's okay um it was the 80s we were all smoking crack <laughs> they were, i don't think it was the they 80s. were handing it i feel out like that was in the last 10 years <laughs> uh so yeah, so he sends the message, and she's kind of like, and she's there's something going on yeah. with her, and you can't really figure out what's going on with her. Yeah, she's dealing with something, but she never really says anything. She just meets him and then hands. She kind of says so. he's like, "You grew up on Earth." She's like, "I never, 
I grew up here. Like this is where I grew up. My parents died, yeah. and I was left here. She went there one time and just stayed. Right, right, right. Yeah. You only could go to Earth once. What are you gonna do if I go to Earth once? Yeah, I'm just thinking, like if you've never WWE been to Earth, Raw. Like, hell yeah, we're going to wrestling, baby. What's the one thing you would do when you were, would return to Earth? Oh man, and you're you're only coming. I guess you're only experiencing like if you're, as a child, right? Like if you're gonna go to like. New York, you're like, oh, I got to see the Empire State Building, Statue of Liberty. There's like key things. Hamilton. But like, <laughs> but when you have an entire planet yeah. that you've never been to and you're going to be there like for a week in an, what, out, in an out burger, what do you do? St. Louis. Know, yeah, St. Louis, baby. We're the best. <laughs> not really. No. That's not true. No one thinks that. No. <laughs> no not even anyone here thinks MLS that. MLS thinks so. We get a team now. Yeah. That's exciting. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so uh, how about the uh, Battle Hawks? If we oh, if we were the God. best, we would have had like the first team. Uh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, we got an, an we got an XFL team now. What what more do you want in this yeah. damn town? Uh, actually, I think I want a triple XFL. Hey, we almost had it, but you couldn't secure it. football that would have been awesome. That's like a game. That's fun. Some of those gals. Will destroy you. Like, have you seen some of those hits yeah. that those gals put on some people? Ooh, that's that's gnarly. It looked fun from the videos, and they were trying to like promote it, and you yeah. saw like that. That's cool. Yeah. So something happens. Like there is some movement in the in the recording studio. Well, he finally he finally he goes respond. off script. Yeah, well, he goes. Finally, up, I mean, well, he goes re- off. He goes off script, but then there's movement. Well, They're yeah, he's like, waiting. He's walking around waiting because the transmission takes minutes to get there they're right. going from mars to neptune so it's they're waiting he's waiting and instead of going home like every day he sees them you know whispering to each other right it's like oh something clearly something up. happened and they thank him for his time they're like all right we'll see you later and he's like whoa 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 like did you hear anything they're like all right we'll see you later and like you're going home yeah because by going off script and showing that emotion oh it, see i thought that he responded i thought he I, did but it was he, he did i think so I, I I think both things happened. Yeah. He went off script, which is what elicited a response. I think his dad was like, "You're just towing the company line, right? Go f yourself, yeah. right?" And and then when he went off script, then he was like, mm, "Maybe I'll answer." And then I think now you're too emotionally. Invested. I think there's yes. two things. One, there's the emotional investment, which I don't know. I thought was dumb that they would react like that because it's it it got them what they wanted which was a response they should yeah, have they used them like you said yeah. but could he have but we also don't know what the response was that's true that's true yeah. i i think that once they noticed because he says i want to see you again and the mission is to go kill tommy lee jones yeah so you can't have a son say dad i want to see you again and mean it i mean he they could tell he wasn't tricking him uh it was an emotional response so they can't have a guy go on a mission to kill the dad that says like i want to see you again dad so right. it, it just it did both it completed the objective of getting a response but it also got him kicked off the mission it did and so this is where ruth nega's character kind of says i can get you on that ship and then she gives well, him after they they won't let him go home because now his heart rates up. Right. He can't pass his psychological psychological profile. So they has to go to the decompression room and he's he's mad. He's worked up, you know, because like he he screwed up. He's mad at himself. He's mad at the situation. Uh, And then she finally like he's under a guarded lock and key type of room. And and she's like, she comes comes in and and says and basically says my parents were on that ship. Like my parents were with your dad and he killed him. He killed my parents. And Brad Pitt's like, whoa, what? Because we already have an idea that something's up because Donald Sutherland does give him a little video screen with like, they're not telling you the whole truth. Doesn't it? Sh- it shows what he did, right? Is doesn't He says he's like, they tried to escape and something went wrong. Yeah. Okay. And then there's another that Ruth Nega has. So they hinted at what that he knows 
something is up and then yes. she shows him the the real footage yeah, he's like they says, tried to go ro- like and i t- and i killed them yeah like they were they tried to abandon the mission and yes. i killed them like that the mission so always comes first we already we were kind of hinting at it but you didn't know who the villain was like is spacecom lying is tommy lee jones a good guy and they're lying or right. is he really a villain but now we know like he's crazy and like, i think it don't they kind of say at one point that they manipulate some information that turn him into a hero well yeah though so instead of you know history like instead of reporting back to the public that this guy stole this huge that's mission and killed everybody that's what it was they turned that's him into right. a hero right right so right, right, right. all that stuff that he's grown up knowing his father is the hero and every astronaut he talks to says he's the best of us and he's the best astronaut ever to live he's a crazy researcher that killed all his <laughs> right. teammates yeah exactly. and is holding this and we can't put that in the public because right. it would destroy the, the reputation Cover. of nasa a, and everything yeah, yeah. yeah so he uh Ruth Nega says, I'll get you on that ship. I'll get you to point A. And get you to the ship. But you got to get yourself on yeah. that ship. And I was like, it's something out of Looney Tunes where they like grab onto the wheel and just yeah. hold on <laughs> for dear life. So this Brad, is crazy. I, this is this is the this part is where, where I was like, science, ah! this is where your science fact starts <laughs> yeah, to blow. Right. Everything from this point on gets a little bit like Ugh. a little Black Mirrorish. It's cool, but it's yeah. like, mm. I mean, if those engines kicked on with that much heat, traveling, I know I mean, I was he's roasted. Well, but I will also say we don't really know the mechanism that they're using to propel that ship it's in the future so it could be something different magnets okay you you also that ship is also launching from another planet so it it you know it doesn't have the same you know gravity restraints that it would have from here yeah. So I mean, but I mean, but I, also yes. Yeah, I, I, get what, I get what you're saying, and I can't speak 100 percent on it unless an yeah. expert like Neil deGrasse Tyson explains it. Right. But I have a feeling he's going to explain that it's BS. You right. Mean, you mean but, fun killer Neil deGrasse Tyson? Yeah, he's canceled right now. I think. Yeah. So. But good. he's the only one I could think of. Okay, Bill Nye, the science guy. But yeah, that's fine. Um. But anyway, but this is where it gets a little bit into the traditional science fiction it does, to where yeah. it's cool stuff but you're like good lord come yeah on. it was all pretty believable and grounded for what it was but now it's like he's getting onto the ship at the last minute right above the thrusters and getting in and then this is where i have a problem with the he, character yep there's a there's this, an issue here this by the end of the movie i couldn't get this out of my head this was the problem i had where i know not everyone's going to agree with me but he disobeyed orders he did he forced himself onto the ship he, he did you know, got around all the security measures and everything, and he murders the entire crew. Yep. He is the only reason they're all dead. It is definitely but a problem. They they followed orders to subdue him. Yeah, I mean... Which he, they're the good yeah, legal people. Right, yeah. I mean, but he didn't go on there to kill them. Sure, that's called manslaughter. Yeah. yeah. So but, uh, but he, yeah. yeah, it's just, I, I have a problem with him. This is the same, this is the rock letting the monkey loose because well, he's his friend. The, the, this, the, problem, not, the problem I have... And it's kind of the flip side of the same coin is that if he was that determined to go there and basically end his father himself, then their advanced psychological test should have seen that and let him go and let him go. Like if he's willing to go and double check on his old man, be like, are you really as crazy as these tapes look like? Oh, you are. I'm going to kill you. He's a loose cannon. This proves it. Like, you don't know what he's going to do when he gets into these situations. He very well could have gone and saved Tommy. He tried to save Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Like, I think at this point, my problem is, and I I enjoyed this movie, but this is a big problem to me, painting him as the hero, because these guys were going to do the same mission, and he kills them all, and does the mission but it's like they that was what they were doing and they weren't gonna well, be emotionally I, th- right. I think the movie tries to justify him doing it because 
my perception was they were going to go there and kill Tommy Lee Jones, but yeah. he went there and killed Tommy Lee Jones, but saved the data. Oh, I mean, I, I made the same face. Two wrongs don't make. I a, wasn't I mean, really. A, I this movie didn't really do much for yeah. me at all. It was. But I, I enjoyed it overall. I I, I thought it was really good. It's a great looking movie. Yeah. yeah, and I know. I mean, I mean, the people I was with thought it was boring and didn't really care for. It, but like, I was totally into this movie. It's just at this point. I'm just not for the hero doing illegal things so to here, get good people killed and then calling you, them the hero. Like you, you kill him at the end. But yes, like, he should have died. He should have died. Yes, the end. I thought he was happened. going on a one-way death mission, and if he died, I'd be fine. But then it's like all second chances, and he's the hero. He obviously saved humanity. I totally get and it. Now he has feelings, but and it's he, like he gets Liv Tyler back. But anyway, so to what he does is he sneaks on the ship and they realize he's on there, which cause I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, this is a pretty technologically advanced yeah, ship. You know, when right someone opens a door, right. like dude, if I'm on the uh, roller coaster and you rebuckle your seatbelt, they know you like change. Your, right, you know what right, I mean? like, right. They know when a space lock is breached. Uh, so they go back to check it out and they real. Oh, he says like, I'm not a threat, but this is what's his name. Mick, whatever, whatever Mick flurry. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, he's, that's fine. So there's Captain McFlurry or, you know, Major McFlurry. And uh, I'm not a threat. I'm coming aboard the ship. And so the captain's calling it in and they're like, you have to go detain him. And so he sends the two other astronauts back there and they're like, I'm sorry. Like, they like this dude, but they're like, we have orders. We got to take you in. And uh, so they have a big fight. Yeah. And how do know, they die? He's, well, he stabs the one guy. The captain shoots a tank that releases... Oh, the gas that's into the right, air. That's so right, that's uh, right. Brad Pitt's in a spacesuit, but they're not because they were just uh, that's in right. launch mode, right? So He's, the captain actually kills him. Manslaughter. You know what I mean? Like his actions saying, led to yeah, the death. They, but yeah, he, but he was not proactive, and that's what I was trying to say. He, he didn't go on there like I'm going to kill these four people and commandeer this ship, right? Like it's like th- an altercation happened and people died during it. He's still ultimately morally responsible sure. for it. But it's not the same. It to me, it's from a character standpoint, it's not the same as someone who's like, "I'm going to kill these four innocent of people." So I can no, write of course not. Right. But if we live in a world where people have good intentions, it's going to be chaos. That's the oh, problem. absolutely. I, yeah, I, but I'm not sitting in a court of law and watching. The movie. <laughs> yeah, <right>. I, <laughs> I I get it, but I I can't detach the two. I just can't. I, I like I, I this movie. I don't disagree I, with you. This I like this I movie. I did have a problem, with and that. I like him. I I really like his character and this movie and everything about it. But the fact that he doesn't get in trouble for his actions. Actually, not even doesn't get in trouble, but, I mean, he's going to be touted as a hero. Yes. Yeah, when he comes back. I would have much rather had him. I thought he was going to become the new Tommy Lee Jones. I thought he was going to go turn the bomb off, take the research, and and now live his life in solitude, but be the new crazy. Like This whole movie is like becoming your father, uh, sons dealing with the ramifications of their fathers and this whole movie. And I thought he was going to become his father and then carry on his work that would, um, you know, not sentence him to death, but sentence him to a life of solitude and eventually dying alone. Right. Crazy and alone like his dad did. And I would have been much better with that than just, coming home spoilers and being yeah and then getting a second chance with the people you've wronged and learning a lesson and like that's all nice and cute but you also you don't deserve that if he was responsible for the death of those astronauts which he i mean he's only responsible in the fact that he snuck on the ship he didn't shoot the laser he didn't like he knifed the asian guy he did that is true that is that is a but and then i guess the the gal is it the gal that gets that die or is it all men is it all dudes no it's the girl the the ladies on there too. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 
So basically, anyway, all these astronauts die, and Brad Pitt has to. There's a nuclear warhead yeah. on this ship, and the deal is, is like, you go to the this, Lima, the Lima, which is the exploratory mission that right. Tommy Lee Jones. It's like a space station, basically, yeah. and you blow it up. Like you try to get the dad off of it, but you blow that some bitch mm-hmm. up. So Brad Pitt kind of gets. He takes the. I guess he can't. He, tells he, can't, he can't dock. Well, like he can't. He has, he to, has like, to go out. Yeah, but that's when it kind of looked like a one-way mission, and that's right. when I'm like, okay, cool, because at least he's going to die for the mission, and you know, re- repent for right. what he's done, whatever. Right. right. But uh, he tells Spacecom, he's like, we had an accident, and he explains that he didn't want to kill these people, but they died. But he said, I'm still going forward with the missions. He right. shuts off communications because it does take another few weeks to get there. <laughs> yeah, right. He's uh, like, I don't want. I don't want your message back. Yeah. He he basically ba- yeah. blocks their number. Yeah. That's basically what he does. But when he does take new his... space station, who dis? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, the Lima, I guess, was damaged, and so he couldn't dock with it. So he right. has to leave his his pod or whatever that transports him from the right. ship. Uh, he has to let it float off into space. So it looks like he's going to die, but he sets up the nu- nuclear weapon. He, well, he gets it. He gets it. He gets onto the space station and you don't see him set it up. You see him kind of just put it down. Yeah. And then Tommy Lee Jones is there and they have this big discussion. Well, I and, saw him. He said it to two. I don't know what it means. It said two, one, two, one. He didn't arm it yet. That's what he I did. Mean. It on yeah, the yeah, way yeah, out, yeah. But he right, sets right, it up. Right. But, right, right. But you don't see him arm it until after. Yeah, you don't like, know if he arms yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so Tommy Lee Jones shows up and basically says Brad Pitt. He's like, I don't care about you. Yeah. Like, I only after care just to, watching the last after movie, Rambo. <laughs> first Rambo. If, you to, if you listen to that one, you understand. But the whole like dad saying, like, I didn't yeah. care about you. This I'm one, like, though, seems more on par with this character. Where yeah. he's just like, oh, he, no. If he's willing to leave his family right. for 36 let's, years. Let's not be whatever. mistaken. This one was 20 times better. <laughs> yeah. I just mean after seeing the other one and it was like basically somebody's saying, working, working through some dad issues. Someone's <laughs> saying the same thing. Just yeah. in a much better more eloquent way of saying sure. it, but saying the same thing. I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> right, right. So Tommy Lee Jones, and this is the guy that Brad Pitt has looked up to his entire yeah. life. He was his hero. Uh, he was, the, you know, this national hero. And he kind of says, he's like, I never care. Like, your mom and you he were said, just a distraction. I don't care. <laughs> I don't want your life. No. Um, that's, that's varsity blues. He's like, you were and your mom were just a distraction from the mission. Yeah. And he's like, it, I, the mission is all that matters, and finding this life out here is all that yeah, matters. it's cold. And Brad Pitt's like, but Brad Pitt says, I still love you, Dad. Yeah, I love you, Dad. Uh, and they have this heart to heart, and basically, he did keep, he murdered his entire crew. That's like, that's, I think it's heart to heartless. Heart yeah, to heart, yeah, yeah, right. But, but it's but like, Brad, did, did he murder? I guess the, the crew was like, there's nothing out here. I want to go home. They were deserting the, the mission. Yeah. And Tommy Lee Jones basically was like, it had been his whole life. He left his family. He's trained his whole life. He knows in his head that there's something out there because he basically just knows we couldn't be alone. And he's like, we're going to find it. And uh, for him, it was a one-way mission. Right. And yeah, right. they've got families and stuff. And so he's like, I'm not going to let you leave if you abandon the mission. I'll and he murder was you. crazy enough to convince <laughs> himself that they were like traitors for abandoning it either, right. even though they didn't sign up for life in space. But he's like, nope dead goodbye yeah so brad pitt does talk him into like just come with like we got to go home and they get out to the they get out on the space station i don't know how they were planning on getting back because he sent the pod away and we see that brad pitt can't get back yeah he's traditional got little, he's means got, he's got thrusters so he's just gonna thrust himself to the ship oh i don't know i mean that seemed like i mean it was pretty far away and we see he has to get there through yeah, a pretty ludicrous no, I, method no i agree but i mean that, but i think that was you think they I, okay yeah i, I mean, guess he, that's all they could do yeah he just he would thrust a little bit and he'd go forward and but he as he would lose. but he couldn't do it anyway they wouldn't have been able to because there was an asteroid 
it was not easy to get back. No, it, it was not. You but, know, what uh, I mean? yeah, time, yeah, they would yeah. have died in the asteroid field. Like they were shooting, there were asteroids shooting at them. Right. So he has to propel himself with a. Sh- I mean, this is where again it gets. This is crazy. I yeah. like this scene was nuts, and I loved it. Oh, it was <laughs> this, awesome. This but, was, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's do this. Let's totally <laughs> awesome. I just mean in the science fact part. It's like right. So he's heading straight for the ship, and he uses a piece of a satellite. Well, as a at shield. this point, his dad like. Well, he detaches himself. Yeah, his dad's like, let me go. Let me go. And he's like, all right, you fudging weirdo. I won't let go, Jack. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) All right, well, that was useless. Thanks. So his dad kind of like floats off in the distance and dies. Well, if he wasn't dead, there's a huge nuclear explosion happening. That is true. He will be dead very dead very soon. So we do see that Brad, like before they leave, Brad Pitt does arm the the nuclear device. Mm and he downloads got, the data, downloads on, his the data on, his, on, his, on his phone i don't know it's not a phone. <laughs> uh but he he pulls a captain america and he just takes a shield <laughs> yeah. and he propels himself through this asteroid cool. field uh so his, the, neptune has rings wasn't it rings like the rings of neptune no this no, was an, rings a, like a meteor sh- i mean oh i thought it was it did thing. have rings but he's leaving that area <laughs> he's leaving that and between the ship and him is a big like asteroid field gotcha. and they're flying like towards him and so he has to block himself right so the thing propels him and there's no gravity so th- it's just constant momentum so right. that part checks out but like you know the shield doesn't get damaged <laughs> enough like he's able to fight them all with that force like it's just it's, it, was, it was a little ridiculous it's crazy but it's right. fun he lands on the ship but like he, you know again no gravity there's no space breaks right no so space you just breaks. keep going that's yeah. why you know the only thing that can counter is thrusters right and so he's flying past the ship and he clings on and has a tense moment is able to grab on at the last moment gets back on the ship and he says he's going to use the explosion of the nuclear bomb to propel him to back. get yeah because he doesn't have enough fuel to get back but so it's like the propulsion of the nuclear explosion should give him enough oomph again i'd like to understand the science of that a little more right. how it, it, it's his ship nice can... of the explosion to uh explode in the right direction <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but just propel him not explode his ship but right propel, propel yeah. him i'd like right, to understand yeah. it but yeah. whatever that's we how haven't he... talked about hyperspace but we're just going to worry about how you know yeah. whatever so yeah so he takes off and I think he detaches a, you know, he gets closer and closer to Earth. He, just, he, de- he detaches a piece of the ship. Yeah, I mean, it just from there, he's just back on Earth. Like, he's just coasting. He is yeah. just coasting. Uh, and then the. It's the, great the, that he was able to aim in the direction of Earth and have the propulsion of the nuclear bomb <laughs> land him straight to Earth. Right. Uh, and great. he lands, and that's kind of how it ends. I like assumed maybe the ship had some sort of homing yeah. device. Yeah, oh, probably. maybe. That, maybe. I don't know. It's very but, technologically but, advanced. Sure. It's just but, a, but yeah, with no insight, like, again, it's yeah. a complaint I make all the time. We're writing their screen. It just seemed it. very convenient. But, yeah. you know, space monkeys and space. technology yeah exactly science so, monkeys but science he, monkeys sorry yeah. <laughs> well they were space monkeys but <laughs> you're I thinking don't of wanna... the band space monkeys <laughs> with the hit song sugar cane oh, oh okay no we weren't <laughs> no so he lands and the people rescue him and he's a hero and, and the military gets, is like yay he gets his second chance so he, he gets... ends up like his father a hero because the government's going to lie about him well that's the thing that's, is like yeah. does the government know what happened on does he oh, say they know. yeah he told them okay, okay. they know and he does then the government's like yeah I guess you're all right. But then also he saved. I, I get he saved the world. I just was like. So was Tommy Lee Jones was sending the pulses. So something happened. The I, Lima I, space station. There's something that was broken on the space station that was sending the pulses. Okay. So he wasn't trying to destroy the planet. I don't think so. He just that wasn't was, going to. He wasn't going to fix it. He wasn't going to fix yeah, it. I there guess, was, there yeah. was a problem with the space station that was sending the pulses and it was like they were. I just find it hard to believe that with all their technology, they had to send a ship to get next to Nap 
Neptune to blow it up. They couldn't just, just shoot something at it. They just couldn't shoot something at it. Yeah, it takes the fun out I of. I mean, movie. if you can shoot a spaceship, why couldn't you just put a nuclear bomb on a ship and run it into it? Or, I mean, like I, mean, I totally get. We yeah. have drones now. Like we have drones in 2019. Are you tell me that yeah. in 2045 we don't have a drone that we can get all the space way. drone. The space drone. Yeah. Yeah. It's but yeah, I think it's a, it's a one man show. And I thought I think it was Brad, a really cool space movie. It was a cool space I really movie. Enjoyed it. I could see the the detachment and like, but to me, like that that character becomes attachable. When he realizes what they're going to do to his dad, <laughs> yeah, I I didn't have those same complaints. I was just speaking for others, and I get how you could be uh, feel that way about the character because sure. he's so detached. But I really liked it, and again, I liked him. I was rooting for him until up into the end. Um, I really liked his character, and I think that he was dealing with a lot of crap, and um, he he kept it pretty cool throughout the whole thing until the the whole daddy issues came yeah, up. Yeah, right, and, right. Uh, I felt like him getting screwed over. I. I felt that I felt bad for him being screwed over because he was the best man for the job. He was, um, but uh, yeah, I wish he would have handled it a little differently. But um, what a cool ride! I, I personally, I know you guys like Gravity. I like this a lot more than Gravity. Oh no, I like Gravity. Way I like more Gravity way yeah. more than this. Yeah. I, 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 I found this kind of boring. Yeah, I, I can see that for sure. Yeah, but I, it's I, a great I, looking movie though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Well, I guess that's it for this one. Let's uh, go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, join uh, our group called the League of Show Sharers or uh, swing on by Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Google Play, and uh, be sure and subscribe so you get an episode every week. So, or I guess typically you get two episodes every week. Ooh. Also, our Patreon account, patreon.com slash real spoilers. Five bucks a month, lots of bonus content, and you get to just kind of help us out with some of the costs that come along with the, an endeavor like this. So, that's it for this one. I'm not sure what to do next week. Uh, it's that stupid, abominable. Or the Judy Garland movie. Oh no! I say we no. make Josie the Judy Garland you are movie. Out of your, that's what I'm. You'll find for. a guest. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> so anyway, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, the gravity drive pulls the ship into a black hole. Everybody, get up! It's time to slam now. We got the real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance. Do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. All right. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.